before every game. Get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back here in the AMR Studios Padres Social Hour. And joining us now, fresh from the clubhouse, Ryan Bookter, who's been having an awesome season, kind of out of nowhere. I mean, before this year, one big league inning to your name, and now you've been thrown into every kind of fire Andy Green can find so far this year, and we're doing the same, putting you right on the Cholula hot seat. What's up, Ryan? How's it going, guys? Good to be here. It's good. Uh, Scam, what have you seen from this guy this year? I mean, it's been very Oh, it's been impressive stuff, impressive. but really not, not so much of a surprise, and he'll probably attest to it because, we, hey, all those years in the minor leagues, bowing guys down, and, <laughs> and you get to a point, right, where uh, after what was a nine minor league season or something ridiculous like that and some trips to Mexico, which I want to talk to you about also, uh, you know, finally getting an opportunity, and it seems like it's really well-deserved. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time, and... Uh, I mean, honestly, I thought I should have been in the big leagues last year or even the year before, and, and kind of I viewed those last two years as a waste in my career because I've had my best stuff, and what I'm doing now is basically what I've done in the last two years, three years even, and, and just trying to keep the ball rolling. And it gets to a point, right, where you're thinking, what more do I have to prove, really? Right. I mean, and there's really nothing more you can do because if you try to do more, then you're pitching outside yourself probably. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's my wife's favorite line. What, what else do you have to do? But, you know, <laughs> For me, it's just kind of one pitch, one inning, one hitter, kind of keep the small things going, and that's how I, I try not to view the whole big picture, at least every time out. Yeah. Has it been everything you've expected so far, anything different than you had thought being up this long? Uh, not really. I mean, a lot of these guys have gotten out, whether it's spring training or even the guys that go up and down in, uh, throughout the course of a minor league season. I've faced these guys, uh, you know, going to Philly, facing Ryan Howard, facing Chase Utley in, with L.A., I've I spent, you know, four, four or three spring trainings with Atlanta facing those guys, it's, you know, almost every week it felt like. And, uh, and when I was with Atlanta, they threw me right into the fire in spring training. I was three, four, five facing every big name out there that's on the Florida coast. So it, it's just come out, do my job, and make my pitches is all I really want to do. You know, I read and just want to confirm this, 33rd round draft pick? Yeah. Way to go, man. Yeah. I love this. I was the 25th round. It, yeah. They blew me off, too. Like, they, they're never going to make it. Yeah. Anybody that's not a first through seven, they want to write you off right is away. That, I love the, these stories. Is that the cutoff, like seventh round or double-digit uh, rounds? When do you start considering yourself a late-round guy? It, it depends on each organization. I mean, it used to be they'd find more jewels later on, but uh, still, that the 33rd round, it's I mean, awesome people aren't going to give you the yeah. benefit. You, you didn't have the best locker when you showed up. No. <laughs> no I was, I was <laughs> a draft and follow. I wasn't expected to sign. Yeah. Uh, I was basically – I was drafted just so they can keep my rights for up until the next draft. And if I happen to grow six inches or throw 10 miles an hour harder, <laughs> then I'd be, you know. Well, it's a nice investment, right? Yeah. Or come up with a filthy slider like right, you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one thing Andy Green said about you after the other night when you came in and threw another scoreless inning says, nothing phases your confidence. That's why he likes putting you in all these big leverage situations. Where do you get that from? I, I, I mean, it's just the years of, uh, you know, kind of grinding it out and and seeing how the progression of my career has gone and the you know when I first started playing everybody wanted me to be the lefty reliever with a big curveball and Andy Pettit types you know I throw over the top more high glove and as my career's gone on I've kind of gotten a little more stubborn and I started throwing my fastball a lot more my fastball keeps getting better and better and uh, when I spoke to him in the offseason I, I told him you know I, I'm I'm a big leaguer right now, and I can throw in seven, eight, nine, and throw my fastball. I think the last two times out, I've thrown nothing but fastballs. And I, there, I don't think there's a hitter here that 
I can't throw my fastball too. Location or uh, count, I, I think I can pretty much do it at any time I want, and that's kind of the mentality I take each time I go out there. Saying that only gets you so far. Delivering it, though, is what really makes it worthwhile. Oh, no question, but you can tell he has the confidence to do that. Just saying you know? that. Yeah. yeah, and what he went through in the minor leagues, I mean, that's a tester. That, that really defines a lot of guys because a lot of guys, as he's seen, give up. You know, they get frustrated and they, they shut it down. He fought through that, and I think that's another one of those things. Look, if I'm a GM trying to make a decision of a guy that I want to take a chance on that maybe hasn't gotten the big league time yet, not only the numbers, but that attitude right there and what he's shown he's gone through, and he's carrying it right over to the big leagues, man. Great job. Thank you very much. Uh, bullpen last night had some struggles. There have been a couple of games where, I mean, you guys have been great in stretches. There's also been a little bit of consistency I think across the whole team when the guys come in after a game like last night what's the conversation like for you guys out there as a unit moving forward uh, I mean it, honestly it's kind of forget about it uh, the pursuit of perfection in baseball kind of takes over everybody wants to be perfect and you know when you realize like you know Brad Hand last night he made three good pitches and and you're going to get beat you're going to beat them just as much you, you just have to be able to take take the lumps when they come. And, and, I mean, he didn't make a bad pitch. Uh, Via, if you look at the reports, he's making good pitches. Now, they make the adjustments. Now that's when we have to counter and kind of come back at them uh, and, and really, uh, you know, kind of attack the hitters a different way. You know, you talk about the adjustments, and obviously you're getting some pretty intense scouting reports now, I imagine, on some of those guys, maybe some stuff you didn't have before. And for some guys, it's a little bit of overload. Are you welcoming that additional information, or for you, is it more just, hey, give me the ball, I'm going with my best stuff, regardless who, who's up there? I, for late-inning guys, uh, I think, honestly, it, it's kind of read the swing, read the hitter, read the situation. Uh, obviously, you want to know in the back of your head wh what the pitch is I can go to. If I want to double play, I, what can I throw this guy? Uh, or if I want to ground out, strike out, you know, that, that's kind of the information you want to have. For a starter, I think being able to see the guy two, three, maybe four times, you need the scouting report to be able to, to kind of mix and match and, and piece at bats together and, and have success. Yep. Something that hasn't changed is that the bullpen, you guys are you're out there all game. Not, you, things change around you, cell phone usage, all this stuff. But out there, you're still out there like baseball's always been. How are you guys staying entertained out there? Anything different from – Maybe scans days, anything new to pass the time? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the biggest secret in baseball. Everybody wants to know what goes on in the bullpen. <laughs> You're sitting out there just spitting yeah, sunflower exactly. seeds. Yeah, exactly. we're always curious. That's, yeah, we, yeah, we just watch the game and, and study the hitters throughout the whole game. That's, that's all you do. We just bear down every pitch. Absolutely. We don't even talk out there. Man, just keep it under hey, lock and who's key. Been, who's been a mentor for you out there so far? Uh, I mean, pretty. I mean, Fernando, his work ethic, I, I noticed it. I've noticed it before, but yesterday we were sitting there and for 39 years old, that he's in incredible shape. Uh, Boxman helping me a lot. Uh, just everybody's been kind of, you know, seeing things or helping out. And it's kind of, that, that's what's good. You get the you get older guys, you get the younger guys, and you kind of just kind of fit in between and, yeah. and do as they do. Yeah. Yeah, everyone sees the arrow shooting and the animal voices and stuff. But <laughs> everything from everything we've heard, Rodney could be like a CrossFit champion. It's if incredible. You needed to. It, I mean, he's in there. As soon as we get here, he's in there doing warming up, doing some sort of workout. Whether every day he's doing something, it's it's unbelievable that that he has taken care of himself this long. Like as good as it's been, I I was just I mean I don't to look at him and just go. Like 39 years old, I wish I could be in that type of shape. <laughs> yeah. Get that right now, and I'm like 10 years old. Yeah, that's the reason yeah. he's been sticking around, right? Now, it was great the other night when you and he uh, tag-teamed there in the bullpen. You, who finally is getting your first big break in the big leagues, and he, who's actually older than Andy Green, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a bullpen. You get those kind of different characters and stories, and it's awesome. Yeah, so. yeah.
All right, Ryan, thank you very much, and continued best of luck this year. All right, thank you. All right, you are now officially off the Cholula hot seat. You, <laughs> you've handled yourself very well. What else did we expect? Uncapped real flavor with Cholula hot sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. We're back with some Game of Thrones and some family tweets coming up. This is Padre Social Hour.